looking a little it's giving Hagrid. That's what I was gonna say. Is it is it's it, okay, it's okay. Is it a little Welcome back, double team team. How are we doing today? You just started that totally abruptly. Well, it's time to get started. If you're watching YouTube, I don't know if you noticed, but we're wearing our alma maters. No, we're not. I did not <laughs> go to LSU. I absolutely did not go to LSU. I would really like to clarify that right now. I went to the University of Oklahoma. <laughs> Boom soon. Boomer sooner. <laughs> um, however, I have an LSU sweatshirt that was once in the backseat of my best friend's car that I stole because that was cold. And I'm wearing a Yale sweatshirt because Nikki stole this from a guy that I knew that went to Yale. And this was actually I went to Texas A&M. Jacob. But I would claim that I went to Yale if someone was like. I would not claim that I went to LSU. I'm sorry. I wouldn't either. You know? I, for what are they? But they are Tigers. <laughs> for anyone that's gone to LSU, no offense. Um, I just don't particularly like the state of Louisiana. <laughs> what about New Orleans? That's a personal decision. I've never been. Um, <laughs> I think we should go. I've only been to uh, Shreveport. Is that a city in Louisiana? I think that's it. Anyways, I do like the colors. They are my chakra colors or aura colors. Okay. I, I think my aura really aligns with my crown and my sacral chakra. So, or no, 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 third eye. I'm sorry. Whatever. That's why I like this hoodie. And that's why it's made it through about 10 rounds of Goodwill cleanouts. <laughs> you know, you've made it far in our closets if you went through a few Goodwill rounds. You know what also made it through my Goodwill cleanups? What? A pair of sweatpants that I found at EDC, which is Electric Daisy Carnival, which is a festival. I found them on the floor. It was really fucking cold, so I was not about to pass up the opportunity to put some pants on because I did not have pants on. I had like a thong (laughs) (laughs) and bases on. So um, I found those sweatpants and it was really like such a faded moment because I've been wearing them almost every day ever since. Yes, I washed them. By now, thousands of times it's had to literally every day, guys. She's not kidding. My yeah, my ex husband once asked uh, Cammy to uh, help him pick out a new pair of sweatpants so that I would stop wearing these. (laughs) And the truth is, I never stopped. (laughs) So not that y'all asked for that story about sweatpants, but hey, guys, welcome to season four. We're here. (laughs) Dramatic. But yes, we are here, season four. Super excited to see you guys. It is 2023 in numerology. It is a year seven. Abundance? I have no idea actually what that means. Um, but I just know that in numerology, it's a numer- it's a seven year. Anyways, guys. It's also a year of the rabbit. What kind of rabbit? Anyways. No, um, <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> I got that joke now. <laughs> I'm funny when I want to be. Okay, anyways, <laughs> guys, welcome to season four. Welcome to the new year. We have so many exciting things for y'all. I don't think you're ready. I said, yeah, yeah. I, I did a teaser da, video. Da, 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 da. What? I did oh, te- yeah, Nikki did a teaser video. She's improving on her recording skills. I spent the last um, four months <laughs> that we took off working on four my... Four months. Oh, I'm sorry, four weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> I spent the last four weeks <laughs> that we took off uh, working on my editing skills. <laughs> we got it. I don't know why this reminded me. We got a DM because we posted the teaser video on Instagram and this one girl DM'd us and she was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I <coughs> fell in love with... 
She was like, I'm so excited for y'all to come back. I fell in love with True Crime Podcast, but it's not nowhere near as good. And I was like, yeah, come back, please. <laughs> Don't leave us for True Crime. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're so happy to be here. We're so excited. Nikki, you said that. Yeah. Nikki is just seriously improving her editing skills and i'm so proud thanks guys she gets so vulnerable so make sure that you congratulate her on being able to use captions (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) and adding cool effects even though someone on tiktok was like i don't like these captions and i was like can you give me more feedback like what don't you like about them is it the font is it the color is it the speed in which they're going at like also bitch i'm trying okay like Like, everyone's like captions and then we add captions and they're like no not like that (laughs) And I'm just like, okay. So how? Oops. Um, you can't make everyone happy. You really can't. Anyways, how, how are you? Let's take a moment we hope- to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't breathe out like that. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I this is starting off so chaotic. Look, <laughs> there's lipstick on your tooth okay i got it this whole time no i got it (laughs) mars went direct today it's been retrograde since like the end of october and it is coincidentally like i took an ass pick today do you know how long it's been since (laughs) i've taken (laughs) taken an ass pick like tell me astrology isn't real mars goes direct and i'm finally feeling like i have the energy to take an ass pick that i sent to a partner of mine i'm on my period but Soon I'll be playing and I'm feeling better. Also, I have a threesome that I'm attending tonight uh, with the doggy mission couple, if y'all remember them. Are you taking your paddle? Ooh, great idea. I actually may take my paddle. Yeah, guys, we have a lovely brand. You guys, and we're always looking for like fun, new BDSM toy brands, uh, mainly because I... You know, and I love this brand because she's she's British. Well, no, but I'm, like I, I realized the other day, I'm like, anytime I get into something, like I get into it. Okay, that's my Scorpio Mars. Like I go all in. I buy all the things. I take all the classes. I go into it. So, anyways, here is a brand that we would like to recommend for BDSM toys. It is called Kilter or by Kilter. So B Y K I L T E R. I hate having to spell things. I always forget how to spell it. It is a British brand. It is British. I have a terrible British accent, so I'm not going to attempt that again. But but the the creator of Kilter was kind enough to send us a paddle and some cuffs. Beautiful cuffs. Guys, I've been looking for cuffs for a little while. Nikki has two pairs, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of picky. And I also just, the ones that I usually see at the stores, I'm like, meh. 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 So anyways, she sent us these cuffs and I'm in love. Well, I tried them on and they feel like, hold on, I gotta, I gotta unbuckle them. They feel absolutely Like the craftsmanship amazing. is just amazing on these. Like the paddle, the, honestly, I really like the chain. I almost just don't want to use them because I just Because they're so beautiful. To look at them. Yeah. Like it is really nice craftsmanship. I've actually used the paddle. I had one of my partners paddle my feet because it is one of my favorite things to have paddled. And it was, it felt really nice. She's got another paddle that has studs on it. And I'm, I would be very intrigued to try that one out because I 
love I'm going for that one next I love me a little impact with a sting so I'm hoping for that paddle next however this one had like just such a really nice feel to it the leather is gorgeous it is a vegetable tanned leather which is a much more natural process rather than like chemically tanned or chemically colored leather and honestly she's just put so much like thought and care into these products like you can really tell once you have them in your hands oh they feel so good the cuffs especially the inside of the lining Mm. absolutely beautiful like these are nicer than both of the cuffs I have and I have a really and that says a lot because I have a really nice pair from Marie Muir and these feel nicer than those I also really like that like the the adjustability on them has like I don't know how to describe it, but more kind of like give. Cami and I have really tiny wrists and yes. I feel like my other cuffs kind of look bulky on them. These almost look like they're made for my tiny ass wrists. So. And I have a Shibari photo shoot coming up and I'm going to bring these with me. So guys, check out by Kilter. This is our little shout out. We are always looking for brands to recommend. And this is definitely one that I think you all should have at the top of your list. Especially with Valentine's Day approaching, guys. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Their collars. They have beautiful collars. Yes. Absolutely beautiful collars. So I always say when it comes to BDSM toys, there are certain things that you do want to spend a little bit of money on. Um, because you want quality products and that for me will always be handcuffs. So get you a nice solid pair of handcuffs from by Kilter and trust me, it will be worth every penny. And the presentation is just so beautiful. The box is adorable. Look at this cute little bag that they come in. Just a nice simple canvas. But I will take this paddle to the threesome now that you mention it. Have fun. Thank you. Anyways, okay, so I do have a couple story times from the break. So actually, I told this, so Kimi and I recently did a interview with um, Bespoke TV, I think it was. Mm, yeah. Anyways, and I was telling the guy who did the interview this story, and he was like, I think shocked that I was so open about this because probably most people wouldn't tell a complete stranger this story. So, and then I realized that I hadn't told you guys. So I was like, I need to tell y'all because y'all need to know. Anyways, one of my partners. I actually, we did an episode together. That episode is coming out later this season. Um, I'm very excited for it. This will be the first time you guys like see me with someone that I have had sex with, sleep with regularly (laughs) on the pod. On the pod, yeah. So, anyways, whenever him and I first started sleeping together, he knew that I was sleeping with other people. And I asked him, I'm like, what are your, like, boundaries? Like, what would you, what, you know, he's never, I mean, I'm sure he's probably dated other people that were sleeping with other people. But, like, I obviously identify as non-monogamous. So, I was like, if I'm going to, in my non-monogamous container, I need boundaries. What would your boundaries be? And... One of them was, he was like, well, if you're going to sleep with someone else, like I would prefer like a 24 hour window between like when we have sex or when you have sex with them and when we have sex. And I was like, that's fair. And then, so I, I would like tell him if I had like sex with someone else, you know, prior to that. And then he changed the window to 48 hours, which is a little bit of a scheduling nightmare but has thus far worked out just because he travels a lot so he's gone all the time so and I don't know like I'm not my libido has been kind of low so I just haven't been sleeping around as much anyways 
So it's it's been fine. It's only been a, a headache on like maybe one or two occasions. However, one time this was oh, when was this? Sometimes like it was like back in November. I'd slept with Calvin, and then I but it was like kind of unexpected. And then I went to go see this partner, and anyways, we were like making out, and then I was like, oh shit, it hasn't been forty eight hours. So I told him, I like stopped in the middle of making out. It was like clearly leading to sex and we hadn't seen each other in like two weeks. So he was very horny. And I was like, hold on. I was like, I'd love to have sex with you. I like literally stopped in the middle of making out. And I was like, I'd love to have sex with you. However, it has not been 48 hours and I don't want to break your boundaries. And he pauses and he goes, thank you so much for telling me. That means the absolute world to me. And he was like, I'd still like to continue. So we went on and had sex. And um, so we love that. Yeah. And when I told the guy that was doing the interview, he was like, oh, so it was like informed consent. And I'm like, yeah. So like, even though that was a boundary of his, I was able to like stop and be like, OK, hey, this is this is like outside of the scope of your boundaries. But then he could sit there and be like, well, in this instance, I'm fine moving forward. Like, let's continue. So we did. And this sex was bomb. So, yeah, I I hadn't shared that story yet with you guys. I remember when I told see about this 48 hour rule she was like to me it's a little bit like controlling and I'm like well I don't think it's like I don't necessarily see it that way however I can see I can see how maybe like some people may have rules like that um with the intention of control but I think for him it was like coming out of like it was coming from a place more so of like wanting to understand his comfort level around like knowing that I've had sex with other people prior to like within a certain span of time you know what I mean like I guess I always wonder because like you know what I'm saying though yeah but for example like because here's how I process it or at least like you know having that rule of like hey if you've because I've had a partner put that rule on me before too like hey if you've slept with someone you know within the last 24 48 hours like I'm not gonna sleep with you and I'm like that's fine yeah totally fine and then you know there was an instance one weekend where I had slept with someone and so had he and even though that rule was still there on both ends we both still ended up hooking up but did you tell each other that you each hooked up with other people well, and that's, what, oh, this was a long time ago, so I'm trying to figure it out. The, if I remember correctly, I had told him and he had sort, he told me that he had done something the night before, but then I remember him telling me that like he, the girl had spent the night and he, they had hooked up that morning and I sat there thinking and I'm like, am I okay with that? Because like, if he was like, licking her pussy and then like what if he didn't brush his teeth and then he like kissed me like I don't know if I'd be okay with that but then I think about it and I'm like hold the fuck on I go to sex parties all the time where I'm kissing a person who's probably had their mouth on someone else's genitals so is it an ego thing is it is it a cleanliness thing is it an ego thing is it just like an I informed consent I want to know thing for people because for me, like, mm. I don't know how to internalize it because there's so many different ways for me to look at it. Like, I'm totally cool with going to a sex party, making out with the person, whether they've, you know, kissed someone's coochie or not. 
but then, you know, I thought about this person kissing me after, you know, they'd gone down on this person and I was not cool with it, even though he told me. So then it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think it's probably ego then. It is ego at that point. And, but. but I do like from, from this partner, I'm like, I don't know if it's ego or cleanliness. I mean, I, I obviously like do what I can to, I shower in between, obviously. The pussy is self-cleaning. The pussy she is self-cleaning. Is a productive bitch. I also pop boric acid after like any hookups where I'm not using condoms. Yeah. And I, and that, and that I, I mean, like in this scenario, for example, you know, like, Calvin and I have been sleeping together for a while, so like we don't use condoms. Yeah, and I was gonna uh, say because I think I feel like if you're using condoms, like there's my trash analogy. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that on Pro Girl Therapy, especially the part where she was like, but, if any, but you can like taste uh, if a condom. Uh, but anyway, for, but from this partner, true. like I don't know. Uh, like I said, I I take my hygiene very seriously, and I get tested often. Um, so I don't know if it was like a cleanliness thing from their standpoint or an ego thing or maybe both. Like it, there's room for both, but I, I don't think it's an unfair rule to have. However, I do think that like, you know, on both ends, like you need to be able to sit there and be like, oh, we can hang out. But I had like, I, this is what I told this person. I'm like, look, you can have this rule, but I'm not going to let that get in the way of like, you know, me having sex with other people. And I think that's totally fair because I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and jump through hoops in my, like my schedule is already enough of a nightmare. I don't need to sit here and be like, well, okay, I can't hang out with this person because if we have sex, then I have to wait 48 hours to hang out with this person and I want to have sex with them. It's more so going to be like, okay, I'm going to go do as I please. However, if we hang out and it's been less than 48 hours and I've had sex with someone, I will tell you. And in that moment, you can make the decision whether we have sex or not. And if you decide not to, I'm not offended. I don't, if we're within your, you know, rules or whatever. And we're going to hate, we're going to keep hanging out, do whatever else, you know, watch a movie or cook. Green chef, you know, I don't know. So <laughs> that's one of our sponsors that we have coming up. So get guys, don't forget to go to our link tree and go to DT ads because save you some coin. Save you some coin. Get okay. you some green chef so you don't have to do the cooking because I suck at cooking. Exactly. Anyways, so so that's how I approach it. Like you are more than welcome to place that rule. However, please understand that like I'm not going to jump through hoops to to figure out my schedule and make it work so that I can sleep with everyone. And so like I really appreciated in that instance that I could sit there and be like, hey, um, I don't want to break your boundaries. So I'm going to I'm going to let you know, you know, I have slept with someone in the last 48 hours. And then they can make the decision at that point. Like, okay, well, I don't care. Let's keep moving forward. I want to know who else has this rule. And I want to know if y'all do it for ego or for cleanliness. Or both. Or both. And there's nothing wrong with both. And there's nothing wrong with that, guys. If you have an ego, you know, if you have an ego about a certain subject that might be, you know, picky pokey for you. Like, I totally get that. Like, I'm there all the time. I mean, it, there it's, are certain things that like trigger my ego. And I'm like, oh, no. It, it takes time to integrate your ego. Like, and that's something that I've been kind of working on is like, you don't want to completely like kill off your ego or, you know, like, yeah, in some cases, like maybe dissolve your ego, but like instead like integrate it and have a relationship with it and like work on it so that it's like at a healthy place. A healthy and so ego. you can see it. Oh, hey, that's my ego. That's my Sorry. E yeah. Like it's uh, not me, it's ego. She's not feeling good today. My ego is a he, but we already all know that. Mine is a she. Anyways. So yeah, that was that story. And like I said, I told this random stranger that I had just met about 15 minutes into an interview. So I thought I'd tell you guys who have known me for the last, what, 
almost two year years? and a half yeah so i figured you guys would want to know okay moving on to my next story um so do i have any stories oh yeah do you have any stories before i move on to mine you know what mine is not really i don't think i have any stories it's okay you i don't have well, any stories i also just can't think of any that come to mind right now so okay well i have another s- story so new year's eve weekend we went to Crossed Festival with um, Calvin and our friend Eric. Eric, we've known for a long time. He's part of our rave family. And then... If, um, you, saw, if you were at the live show, you saw him. Yeah. He was part of the setup crew. He was at the door handing out wristbands. But anyways, so the four of us all went together. And then our swingers friend group happened to show up, which I was very excited about because I love seeing them and they like to rave just like we do. And we love them. They're phenomenal people. So, yeah, it was a really great time. The first night, which was New Year's Eve night, um, they left a little bit early. I think they left, like, before the midnight ball drop kind of moment. And we all stayed. And it was raining. Which, honestly, I really enjoyed raving in the rain because, I don't know, you're kind of, like, dancing in the abundance of the universe. Um, Dance, dance, dance. But also the lasers look like literal sparkles, like it's super pretty because of the the rain going through the lasers. Anyways, and then Cami and Eric started walking back just after past midnight, you know, when they did the whole like 10, 9, 8, 7. I was tired. Yeah. I literally had to walk home. But 20 minutes in the pouring rain. But Calvin and I decided to stay all the way through because we were like, you know what? We're here. It's only 30 more minutes. Like, let's enjoy the music. Um, Anyway, so we stayed. And when we were leaving, like our swingers friend groups were like, hey, do you guys want to come to the hotel and party? And um, we were soaking wet from the rain. I felt like a wet cat. I knew that they were probably having an orgy in the hotel room. And part of me had a little FOMO. I'm not going to lie. But the other part of me was like, I don't feel sexy at all right now. <laughs> the no. last thing I want to do is have sex. I am cold. I am wet. I'm not in a good way. <laughs> not in the preferable way. I am tired. So we, Calvin and I also had to walk like 20, 30 minutes in the pouring rain. And then by the time we got into the apartment, we were like, oh, we're done. We if you made it a brisk walk, it was fine. We we went to bed. Long Anyways. Steps. So, but the next night, um, we were like... You know, we all raved together again. Oh, Calvin put me on his shoulders at the rave. Oh my God. And I... Calvin put Nikki on her shoulders and she unzipped her top and showed her boobs to everybody. To the entire crowd. The guys next to us were just in absolute awe. And I'm over here (laughs) using my clacker fan to like try to... And I don't know what you... Modesty just... What? what, Modesty at a rave? Half the people are in like thongs. What? What? No, they weren't. It was cold. They were wearing pants. And it's fine. Guys, I do realize the last rave that we went to, all I had was a thong and pasties on. That's fine. You can see nipple. But for some reason, because of the rain, and it was Nikki, I was feeling a little motherly. So I decided to try to, you know... Anyway, which I kept shooing away said fan because I was just trying to grace everyone with the presence and the sight of my tits. So... To anyone that was at the Fisher set at Crossed New Year's Eve and saw my boobs, I hope you enjoyed them. It was a fun time. Anyways, but then. Find, find Nikki and I at Reeves. Most likely we're not wearing clothes. Oh, it's not the place for clothes. No, it's not. And I think, honestly. It's going to be a free spirit. And I also think that, like, 
just because we go to sex parties so often that we're so used to being naked around like literally 100 plus people that like I, I don't bat an eye. Like I'm, I have no problem. Other being people naked. batted eyes though. <laughs> well, it's funny though because um, Calvin's ex was also at the festival, mm. and for a second I was like, "Oh my god, what if she sees me?" And like she sees me on his shoulders, and he's like six foot five. Like you can't miss the man. And then later I I looked on her stories, and it turns out she was like behind us to the left but far enough away where she probably couldn't have been able to tell that I was on his shoulders mm. anyways I told him or I asked him I'm like what do you think would have happened if she saw me like tits out on your shoulders he was like you probably would have gotten a water bottle thrown out at you and I'm like oh dear god which at that point Kimmy would have thrown hands <laughs> yeah I would have thrown hands are you kidding me <laughs> anyway I don't let anyone throw water bottles at me without consequences I did at, at one rave I threw a cup of ice into the crowd sorry everyone. well that's ice <laughs> and it probably still hurt though Dean. anyways so um we were all headed home at the end of the night cammy and eric went left early again basically <laughs> it's always nice when you have someone in your rave fam that's like actually i want to leave early too so we left we ordered ramen at 11 p.m did not think that uber eats order would go through but amen it did and so i ate ramen peacefully on the couch in sweats and fell asleep and calvin and i went back to the hotel room of the the swingers group and we were like i told him before we went i'm like look i have no idea what's gonna happen i'm let's just be open to whatever if anything happens and see what happens so i don't know how many times i just said happens but it was a lot Anyways, um, when we get, it was funny though, because like when we get into the hotel room and this is honestly probably the bulk of the story, I was just laughing because like we both went into the bathroom and he was like, <laughs> he was like, I feel like I stink because we've been raving like the entire, like we put deodorant on obviously before, but like you're raving for like what, six, eight hours straight. Anyways. So he's like, I feel like I stink. And so I like sniffed his armpit and I'm like, no, you're not that bad. What about me? And he was like, he was like, no, not that bad. But he like grabbed someone's deodorant that was there on the counter and he was like I'm just gonna throw some on anyways (laughs) so he puts deodorant on his and then I like unzip my top and like pull it down just a little bit because it was like a bodysuit and I'm like okay now put some on me and so he's like trying to put deodorant on my armpits and he's like a little too much to the left and I'm like you're totally fucking this up so then I had to like rub it in but anyways we were just like in there laughing because like we're putting deodorant on each other right before a potential orgy a potential orgy anyway so we zip back up I was gonna say, is there more to that or is that where that ends because uh so we zip back up we went out to the room everyone was like talking we figured out that like I can do this like weird thing with my toes um that apparently like only one other person could do but in a room full of people only two of us could do this thing and so like I don't know if y'all can do it but I'm very curious if you can do this with your toe show me And yes, I'm showing feet for free. For everyone listening, you're not going to be able to see my feet. Basically, like my big toe goes straight up while my other toes stay straight forward. So it's like my toes make like an L. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you putting your foot so close? Ow! Ow. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyways, so you guys probably can't see away from me. But for anyone on YouTube, now you got to see my feet for free. Enjoy this once in a lifetime opportunity. We posted. 
our feet when we posted those uh, photo shoot pictures, not filming. Oh, anyways, for anyone that, so anyways, there's your opportunity to see my feet and the weird thing. Anyways, we were all just like sitting around talking and I think everyone was kind of like in this like kind of point of like, are we going to start an orgy? Is it an orgy or is it sleep? Or, or yeah, like where? what's the energy? What are we feeling? And finally one of the guys goes, and I was laughing so hard when he said this. He was like, he was like, well, we can all call it a night and go to sleep or have the world's laziest orgy. <laughs> and I think everyone was immediately on the page of let's just call it a night and go to sleep. Um, so the orgy never happened. Uh, which I was a little sad about because, like, I really wanted him to experience that. I don't think Kellen's ever – he's never been in orgy as far as I know. And um, anyway, so it didn't happen. Um, but at least we can add putting deodorant on each other on the list of things that we've – the list of random, weird, yet intimate things that we've done to each other. I shaved his legs once. We talked before a photo shoot, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's put deodorant on me. So, anyways, that was the story. I don't know if it was that great, but yeah. – but it was a potential orgy. It was a potential orgy. Not the actual orgy you had the fall, the last Christmas before, but. Yeah, I don't know why I always find myself like in orgy situations around the holidays. It's intimate, you know, it, it's a giving time. Yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> Anyways, and then guys, to wrap up this episode, we have two submissions from listeners that we're gonna we're gonna go through let me pull them up one of them is an email oh where did it go stand by wow you have the app mm-hmm. i'm always proud when nikki gets the app of something rather than going to safari and you know typing it in anyways okay so this the subject of this email is bisexual poly hey ladies love 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 the pod and have been listening for a long time thank you we love you too need advice my husband and i have been exploring poly for two years now he doesn't want to see anyone else but i ended up reconnecting with a friend from a decade ago who is also bi and poly like me he wants to explore and see one another and i know my husband will be jealous parentheses he and I haven't had sex in years and the spark is dead. Wow. End parentheses. He says he is accepting and encouraging, but the second I get back from a date, he is mean and spiteful more than usual. Also, so scared of getting attached to this friend and getting hurt. Help? Question mark. There's a lot to unpack here. Wait, so they're poly, but they're not actively seeing people. Yes. And then they're also not having sex. So I guess my question would be, like, did you guys decide on the polyamory piece or non-monogamy? I don't know if we want to call it polyamory. Did you decide on the non-monogamy because you want to, like, bridge this sex lack gap? I don't know how you word that, you know? Like, is that is that one of the reasons why they decided to do this? I'd be curious to find out. Yeah, I'd also... So it sounds like she's dating... And he no, and he doesn't want to. But they're not actively like seeing people. And then they're so they've been. Sex. So she says they've well, been my, exploring my, Polly for two years now. He doesn't want to see anyone else. One of my questions is, what is the reason why they're not having sex anymore? I think that should be the issue that's addressed first and foremost. Like I don't know what you guys have done to address this issue. Like, have you seen a sex coach or a sex therapist or? Um, you know, just like a normal therapist and discussed this. Have you like read any books or I don't know. 
I guess my my thing is here is that like I feel you know you said that he's accepting and encouraging but then like you you go out and you see someone and then he's like spiteful and mean like that's coming from a place of like his needs aren't being met yeah however it sounds like you two have like established that like you have not met each other's needs maybe that's why you're trying this whole non-monogamy thing and now you're just trying to figure out how to like proceed it sounds a little bit to me like maybe it's a band-aid of a much bigger issue um where the intimacy is lacking so i feel like i would start I would I would start some some therapy perhaps or like I said sex coach or retreat or whatever to figure out why you guys aren't intimate together. Yeah, I I think you got to take it one step at a time as much as, you know, especially like exploring this new connection with a previous partner. I mean, if your marriage is your top priority, you know, perhaps start looking at what needs to be fixed before continuing on in your polyamory journey. I feel like there's a lot of discussions that need to be had, you know, around why are you exploring non or non-monogamy, but you're not having sex? Why is he feeling spiteful after dates, but you both agreed to do this? Like, how did that agreement come to be? And I think, you know, it's it's going to take some some tough conversations and probably more than one, but there's a lot to tackle there. And it could be also that you guys need like your own individual, you know, therapy or or like, you know, introspectiveness or deep dives as well. Like, it, you know, it might not be just like a together issue, but like an individual issue where like you each have your own things that you need to sort through. Um, you know, that could be causing like blockages in, you know, being able to be intimate, especially on his side, because you said he doesn't want to see anyone else. And he's but you guys have this open arrangement and he's not sleeping with you. So like, is, is this stemming from like intimacy issues on his part and like perhaps either blockages or traumas or something that's like blocking him from like allowing himself to feel pleasure? Like, because to me, it sounds like he's not allowing himself to feel any pleasure. Yeah. And, you know, you guys have been exploring it, but it sounds like he hasn't really acted on it. And so I, and I'm not saying that the, to put the blame on him that's absolutely not it I'm just saying I think you need to dive in separately and also together um and I mean I get it like or I agree with Kimi that it it'd probably be good to like not get too ahead on this connection you know while you guys are sorting through this and I totally agree with that however I guess I'm, I'm kind of one of those people where it's like I don't want to let something die as I'm trying to figure out something else if I feel like it's a good connection. So maybe just have like some strong boundaries around how you want to approach the relationship with that person. Um, So maybe like, you know, if you said you don't want to get attached to this friend. Okay, so I'll give you an example of things that I do when I'm trying to not get attached to people. Um, I don't text them regularly throughout the day. Um, Maybe like sporadically every now and then um, or sporadically throughout the week, but I try to keep it pretty like... Like, I, I try not to make a pattern out of it, if that makes sense. Hi, mommy. The cats are hungry. I know. You want food, food. Okay, mommies are almost done recording. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Another one. So, like, I, oh. I just try to keep communication pretty, like, non-committal and I don't want to say inconsistent but not like you know expecting good morning and good night texts and texting them all throughout the day and like 
all these things. Like if I get a text from them, I'll answer. Or like if I'm like, if I had a thought, you know, about them or like wanted to like see if they're available to hang out, like I'll text them. But like, you know, I just kind of keep it pretty, pretty low key. And then also like maybe have some limits around how often you see this person. I find myself like I get attached to people when I'm seeing them two, three, four times a week. So like if you don't want to get attached to people, like reduce the amount of time that you spend with them. Like you can still enjoy them and have a great time. But like, you know, if you're seeing them that often, like you're creating patterns. And if it's anything I've learned, like romantic connections and or if it's anything I've kind of like seen and we are going to do an episode on this with Nadej, but like a lot of times like, um, you know, romantic feelings and such come out of patterns. So don't establish patterns. That's good advice. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, hopefully that helps. Um, I feel for you guys. I know that that can be really tough, but I hope you each get to a place where you can kind of sort through your intimacy issues, um, find what's going to really work best for y'all. And I hope he gets to a place where he's able to allow himself to feel pleasure or feel worthy of pleasure. Anyways. All right. Last but not least, this is another submission that we had. Yes. I'll read it. Okay. Don't give away any details who they may be just in case no so she kept it pretty anon anyways can you guys she said can you guys do an episode about praise kink i want to send it to my friends with benefits because he calls me good girl and obviously i melt but he needs more verbiage ideas he knows about my kink and does and does it as good as he can but i don't think he's an he's as informed as i am sorry i just i hate reading texts from instagram when we have sex, it's great. He's my favorite sex partner, but I need more dirty talk from him. P.S. I know y'all are on break, but maybe just an idea when y'all start recording. Thanks from a bratty sub. So I was going to recommend. And that's th- just a bratty sub. I think there's an account called a bratty sub, but that's not her. It's just a bratty sub. No, she says she's. Um, Hold on. <clears throat> there's a TikTok creator that I was going to recommend. I was going to say when it comes to praise kink, I obviously love the general you're being such a good girl you you're such a good girl what else my good girl Uh, my partner when we explored praise kink more and he knows I love this but one of the things is he I don't know if you and your partner have done this before but this is one of the things that my partner and I did but basically he would be like tell me you're my good girl so then I'd say I'm your good girl that was always a big turn on when he would have me tell him the things of what I am. If y'all haven't explored that, that's one suggestion. I was going to suggest um, on TikTok, his handle is at my name is just Andy. So my name is just A-N-D-Y. I think he does a phenomenal job with um, praise kink stuff. There's he, another. He also has an Instagram, but I don't, his Instagram content isn't really, um, like his TikTok content, but he's got a lot of videos where he talks about praise kinks or like things to say. He's got a really sexy voice. So like if you want like a nonchalant way to like drop some hints to them about like, hey, I'd really like it if you said this, like if his ego is in a good place, send him this dude's TikToks and be like, oh my God, I love this. Or I love, you know, the way he said this, whatever, like, could you do that for me? There's another TikTok. Or like just throwing an idea, you know? There's another TikTok creator who that i really liked it was the the girl black hair asian she used to do a lot of how 
I don't remember her. her praise. I, I was going to say also up on TikTok. So one of the it. one of his videos that I really liked is how he was talking about how like, yeah, there's good girl. But what about add a girl? Oh, so not just like like, oh, that's a good girl for me. You could be like, nah, like when you come, he could be like, add a girl, you know, something like that. Hot. OK, if I'm coming and a guy would be like, add a girl. Oh, I'd melt. Absolutely melt. Maybe I'll send this to some of my sexual partners. I love a good praise. I love a good praise. I'm trying to think of some of the times. I mean, there's other way. Like, for example, like, you know, uh, one of my partners, he always says, you take my cock so well. I love that. <laughs> Obviously. Um, I also like from you can do change good girl to baby girl. Eh, and it's not my cup of tea, but if you don't mind it. It is mine. I like that one. Okay, interesting. Add a girl, baby girl, good girl. What else? Who's my special girl? Who doesn't like to feel special? Yeah, I would just just good girl is such a classic. It oh, is a classic, really but there are other ways up. to like but offer you do have praise. To get creative, yeah, offer yeah. praise. And um, and honestly, I think one of the things about like giving praise, it's. I think the people that are best at it are the people that can take compliments, meaning they actually believe that they're like worthy of praise. Um, so not to get like too psychological with this, but is he worthy of praise? Like when you compliment him, does he take it well? And I think that's going to give you like a window into how comfortable he feels giving you praise based on like how he accepts praise himself. So I would like maybe like compliment him every now and then or compliment him like in bed when you guys are having like vanilla sex and just kind of like see how he takes it. But that was also going to be like another bit of my advice too is like I don't know how often you guys are in your DS dynamic or your like, you know, um, kind of more or maybe top bottom dynamic. But like if you're ever in situations like where you're not the sub- you're not the submissive, maybe it's like just like vanilla sex. Throw out a couple praise kink things to him that give him ideas and kind of get him more comfortable with it. I think good girl is an easy one to start with for anyone because you, it's just like easy to call someone a good girl. But like to really get into praise kink, like I think the recipe has to be like comfort in saying those things. Kind of like the psychological thing I was saying where it's like, you know, you feel like you're you have a good connection with praise. So you can give out praise. Um, and then also probably a good connection with receiving praise. Yeah, she doesn't say that yeah. he's her dom, just friends with benefits. So I don't know. But yeah, but friends with benefits could yeah. still be like a DS dynamic or top no, bottom. I know. I know. And top I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know if he's your dom, but if you're, because if it was like an actual like strict dynamic, I would assume you calling him good boy would not go over well. Um, no, but you could be but like. But I would say that's, you know, whenever you're switching it up and maybe you're trying, like as Nikki suggested, maybe trying out a few things to say to him, maybe use good boy. Well, I actually wasn't going to, like, to me, it wasn't going to be the good boy route. It was going to be more so of, like, you know, you fuck my pussy so well. Or you, I love the way you fit. I love throwing that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves to feel good about their cock, okay? Tell them it fits amazingly in your pussy. But anyways... I'm trying to think of what I use. Um, I I use that one often. I love the way you fit. Or I love the way you fuck me. Like... Yeah, so for me, it's always, God, I love your cock. Works like a charm. 
Interesting. Okay. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, praise doesn't always have to be just like, you know, like a girl or at a girl, but it can also be like, I love the way you do this or. No, I know. I'm just saying, you know, if she wanted to throw out good boy to him. See how. But that's why I don't see. I don't know if a guy would take good boy. Well, I've had dudes take good boy from her. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. I. Not that it was. Guys, do not think I'm switching here. Um, it was oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Thing, if I, but that's usually, that's when I'm topping, not, because I can top and say that and not have to be dominant, just toppy top. I have said, like, because some people, some subs really, like, or some doms really love to praise their subs when they come. And so in in kind of that scheme of things, like, when a guy comes for me, I sometimes will offer praise, even outside of a dynamic, like just like vanilla sex praise. I love offering praise when the dudes come. Yeah. Because that finally means I get to go pee. Oh, what a relief. Like I've literally said like, thank you for coming for me. Like, I'm trying to think of some of the things that I've said like in the moment. But yeah, sometimes I like to give a little praise after they come. Who doesn't love praise? Or like usually like if they pull out and like cover me with it, because I love to be like, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. No, that doesn't sound right. Came on, came. No, I don't know what the past tense. Okay, when I'm covered in someone else's come, I um, like sometimes I'll say like, "Thank you for covering me," or like, or like, "Thank you for um." I one times. <laughs> what are you about to say? Yeah, no, I won't say it. Never mind. Anyways, like, but anyways. What so was it going to be? We can cut it out. What? What were you going to say? I can't remember what I said exactly. But it was like something along the lines of like, um, like painting me with it. But I can't What remember. did he draw a dick using your boobs as the balls? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was something along the lines of like, uh. Like, the way that they, like, painted me with their cum. Yeah. I think you've said that on the pod before. No, I don't think I have. I don't know why I was so so fearful of what you were about to say. I didn't know what was coming next. But <laughs> Coming <Okay>. next. <laughs> but okay. Anyways, we're done here. Um, <laughs> so, I Guys. hope. All right. Braddy Sub, I hope that helps. Um, like I said, give that one creator a follow. He's got some great content on Praise Kinks. Um, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. We're so happy to be back. We've got some great episodes lined up for this season. We're super excited about it. Mars retrograde has ended. Mercury retrograde ends in about six days. Hallelujah. fucking And anyways, we'll see you next week. You know what's fun is... You're not going to say wear condoms? Yeah, no, hold on. I was just going to say we're starving. So are the cats. Guys, as always, wear condoms be safe out there it, we're still in q1 so get that quarterly testing okay i need to schedule my quarterly test yes but we love you and we'll see you next week <laughs>